killing the world as they prove to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm killing, I'm always proving it's the same. Yeah, the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes. Very informative. When I'm home, Tim, I'm always tuned in for days. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, Tim, in the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. did was convince us that there were no inherent differences between the two genders. Apart from a woman's physical weakness and lack of strength, mentally and emotionally both had the same capacities. They both interpret situations in the same way and feel the same emotions. Variety may exist from personality to personality, but the framework for that personality is the same. They couldn't be more wrong. Men and women are nothing alike. If nature was too simple to put a male brain in a woman's body, the world would either be extremely successful or extremely backward. I don't know which. What I do know is nothing is too simple, and we sure don't share the same minds. I'm not talking about mental strength or intelligence. Intelligence is pretty much a sham word these days. Anyone who gets a degree and learns how to solve fancy equations quickly is called intelligent. There are many types of intelligence and women excel in some areas that men never could. But know what I'm talking about today is how women perceive emotions, especially love. I want to tell you guys what society doesn't want to tell you so you can stop making dumb mistakes with women. Let me explain the fundamental differences in love between men and women. Men have a very pure understanding of love, and the woman hates that love the most. For men love is very naive and simple. It's sweet and very weak. In fact, the weakest you're ever going to see a man is when he's in love. He's going to do things that you would never expect him to do. You'd be surprised to see the same person when he's with someone who he truly loves. For a woman, there is nothing more disgusting than a man's love. That's because the male understanding of love is directly derived from his childhood. He loves the woman in his life like he saw his mother love him. And he also expects the same kind of love from a woman. The dream woman for a man is someone who loves him unconditionally. A man would want a woman to be in love with him before he gets married to her. Men expect love. Women fall in love 
We are not the same at all. Men perceive love as doing things for her. Taking her out, treating her sweetly, pulling out chairs and opening doors and buying her gifts. Obviously none of that works because thousands of nice guys do that every day and they get crushed under the woman's heel. She doesn't even care for them. Men expect their girlfriends to run up and hug them and shower them with kisses every time they enter the house. Give them compliments and let them know that she loves her. For a man that is the ideal dream. It doesn't happen often, but when it does happen, men remember it for life. Compliments and nice things happen to us so rarely that we can count them on our fingers. The problem with this entire way of thinking is that the woman you love is not your mother. She is not going to cobble you like a child and love you for what you are. She is not going to embrace your flaws. Most importantly, she's not going to watch as you cry on her shoulder and tell her you're tired. All you're doing is making that woman drier than the Sahara. Women absolutely hate the male interpretation of love. In fact, they're desensitized to it. Every man out there is doing that to her thinking she's going to shower him with hugs as if she were his mother. For them, that is the weakest, most submissive thing a man can do. For a woman, love is about status and power. That's why women don't feel those strong crushes that men do to women they like physically. She will only have that feeling when she's with a man of immense status and looks. Love for a woman is only conditional. Most importantly, it's not deliberate. She's not suddenly going to decide she doesn't love you. But she's going to start getting into that mindset. If you start having a bad year and aren't earning too much, she's going to get restless. She's going to think, oh, I'm having a bad life and I deserve better than this. He should be doing more for me. She's going to look at other guys and their wives. She's going to start finding other men. The moment you lose your masculine frame in front of her, she loses her attraction. You can try doing all the loving acts and taking her out and buying flowers. They don't mean anything once you've lost your frame. Love for a woman is an achievement because she sees it in terms of power. A woman will never feel like the lesser person in a relationship. If she's feeling that, that relationship is not going to last very long. The sense of pride and value for a woman in a relationship is that she was able to snag this high value man. And her charms were so powerful that he loves only her and is doing all these sweet things to her. Trust me guys, you have no idea how crazy women are when it comes to love. They would rather reject guys they don't like. But if they see those same guys having girlfriends, she's going to want them back. She suddenly developed such an irresistible appeal for guys like these when she wanted nothing to do with them before. It's crazy. That's why women are also trying to become exclusive at every step. They would rather share a high-value man than sleep with some low-value man. But she will never stop nagging. Every time the man goes out with her, she will pester him to be exclusive. She will want to become a high-tier. She's going to do everything to achieve that. Wear sexy bras, put on makeup, wear dresses he's going to like. Everything for a woman is to appear more desirable and shining so that the 1% of men want to choose her above all the other women. Women are always playing that game. They're competing with all other women for that 1% man because their love is hypergamous. Once she has that man, she's going to try and bring her down and enslave him by her love. Make him do things for her and buy her flowers. Every time he fails to do so, she's going to emotionally hijack him. She's going to blackmail him and refuse sleeping with him. But if the man is high value enough, she's always going to come back because she doesn't want a mediocre man. 
She wants to keep that high value man until all he wants is her. Until he's mesmerized by her beauty and she has full control and authority over him. It's a continuous game of conflict with a woman to always maintain your frame and get through her tests. The moment she defeats you and makes you break down, it means you are not capable of her. Women try to be dominant, but they want to be submissive. That's the biggest key point here. They need to be dominant because they can't sleep around with any man. For a woman, the consequences of sleeping around are huge. She can't move over and forget about it. In the past, she would have had to carry his child for years. That's why she is dominant. She crushes all the mediocre men under her heel. When she does find a man worthy of her love, worthy of her thirst for status, she's going to submit to him. She's going to test him again and again, and every time he remains dominant, she's going to get wetter. That's how love is for women. No matter how sweet you are, you need to recognize women aren't looking for that. The real world is very different. You need to be doing your duty as a man by acting like one acting like someone deserving of a woman's love. No one except your mother is ever going to love you unconditionally. That's the price you pay for being a man, for being the stronger dominant gender. So you better act like one and throw away those romantic Hollywood notions of love. They're nothing but a scam. That's it for today. There's a very interesting thing happening in the modern world. I made this observation a few years back and I want to share this with you. Here's what's happening. Successful and high value men and those in positions of power are slowly quitting the dating marketplace. They have all collectively come to the conclusion that men have been fighting a losing battle against women. Let me tell you why. Let's take a look at how dynamics changed and newer philosophies popped up. Back in the 70s and the 80s things started to change after the free love craze of the 60s. Women were left unleashed to act according to their true nature. In the late 1990s and 2000s forums started popping up and pickup artistry started gaining traction. Obviously men had figured out there was a way to understand female nature and play it to their benefit. As time passed, we had subreddits and communities popping up. Social dynamics started to change and women started to get more and more benefits. For at least eight years, these discussions continued and men all around the world debated on female nature and how bad things have gotten. So the red pill emerges. It goes mainstream and it's an entire philosophy that has opened up human nature. Men from all walks of life have come together and realized how bad the risk to reward ratio is when dealing with women altogether. The media hates it, but if you talk about the red pill with anyone, they will start agreeing with you. Millions have come in trying to disprove red pill theories but they always seem to prove themselves in the end. The world is fully showing its true colors now. Now we have women winning in divorce courts. Men like Johnny Depp, who hold so much power and money getting dragged through courts over the mere word of a woman. We are seeing the world has really come through and even famous, powerful men are realizing what a dangerous game they are playing. It's mind blowing the things that are happening these days. There was a time when rich men were untouchable. Now people who have enjoyed years of fame and power are losing their jobs over a woman's word. Vince McMahon got hit with one just recently. Even rich, powerful men are realizing they are no longer safe and are taking up red pill philosophies. You see a lot of gurus and internet personalities take over like Andrew Tate. These guys get banned 
because they make the red pill famous and the media can't afford to have that. We are at a place socially where women have a supreme power over men. Even if you had years to amass riches and connections, all you need is a woman's word to take you down. So if we take the red pill as the final conclusion a lot of men came up with, as a final philosophy regarding human behavior, how long do you think it will take men to completely realize the truth about female behavior? A time when men all around the globe see women for what they really are. When you see guys like Andrew Tate getting so much traction and likes from around the globe, you realize this time is not so far. And knowing that, it also makes sense why so many high-value men are opting out of the marketplace. They have simply learned their lesson. They've learned that the dynamics of riches aren't what they used to be. Scandals and rape accusations can bring their entire lives down. There's only one crucial thing that remains. Men are still guided by their biological tendencies. In the Migto movement, things have already changed. In Migto, we have a lot of men, experienced, high-value men, who have completely quit women. Most are happy to live a completely womanless life. For them, mental ability supersedes the biological value a woman can provide. They are above the concept of sleeping with women. For them, a woman who is their partner and mental equal is a lot more important. Men like these want a happy family with a traditional mature wife, but that seems to be an impossibility these days. So they've arrived at this conclusion to have nothing to do with women. I think the most powerful moment for all men would be when every one of us reaches this conclusion. When we can look beyond our biological tendencies and realize what is really happening to us out there. Only then can the power that women power that women have over us become negligible. We let them know that mental ability supersedes anything else a woman can provide. The real reason for the imbalance in the dating market right now is because women aren't at the bargaining end. They are the ones at the top declaring their values and standards. Men try and compete for them, and those who make it leave the rest in their wake. That's how the marketplace has been for the last 20 years now. Imagine men waking up for a change. Imagine every time a woman uses her body to get favors and exercise control a man says to her, What? I'm supposed to do all this just so I can sleep with you. For three minutes of meaningless pleasure, you must be out of your mind. This is the future to me. If I look at things through a positive lens, I see a great exodus of men leaving the marketplace. And the greatest loss will be when high-value men like actors and millionaires leave. They have already seen the risk to reward ratio of sleeping around with women. Once these high players leave women, will have no choice but to realize their positions. They will be out there chasing men who don't want them anymore. And if there's one thing we know, is that real power, such as wealth and influence, is never gained by women. Most of the women who are millionaires were either born into it, or obtained it through divorce laws. Compare this to the fact that most male billionaires and millionaires are self-made. As for divorce laws and millionaires, well you know the answer already, so I won't even bother. Statistics like these are becoming clearer and clearer each day, and the real win here is, market alphas are also seeing these. They are now falling the same category as the rest of us men. Women are getting pickier and pickier each day. The men who women do choose end up getting their lives ruined by some woman. Market alphas decide the dynamics of the dating marketplace and they're leaving in droves. I don't know about you guys, but I'm with these men. I'm deciding to go full MIGTO for a long time. There's really not a lot to do here. 
I understand if you're a young guy and your hormones are making you crazy. But give it a few years and you'll see how desperate the women really are to get settled. If MIGTO keeps rising like it is, soon enough you'll have men wondering what the fuss was all about with women. They will spend their spare time playing sports and maintaining their bodies and working on projects. Maybe they can get a new drone and work on their photography project. All that money was going to be wasted on dinner dates anyway. Many men are now realizing this fact and experiencing the inner peace that comes with it. A lot of high-value men have been doing it for a long time now. Look at how Leo DiCaprio just changes women every five years and refuses to settle down. Look at how men who marry are going down every day. The marriage age is also going up. More people are talking about divorce law than ever before. Men are waking up, especially the ones who are rich. They are realizing the trap they're stuck in. As a final note, I want to say how ironic all this really is. In the pursuit of power and getting on the top women have sacrificed their own power. By making biased laws and making women the most influential gender in offices and media, they have accomplished the opposite. They have woken men up. Men who are probably going to waste their lives doing nothing. Women have insulted and cheated and robbed men out there. These guys then find the red pill and contribute to the greatest men rights movement of all time. In a way, women have brought their own downfall. They took a perfect ecosystem of betters who could have given them perfect lives and treated her like a queen and pissed all over it. These men have now learned their lessons and quit the entire game. As always, guys, remember to stay toe and don't put women on the pedestal. They simply are not worth it. Hey, y'all, what's up this phase? Um, you already know, man, and through history and through what's going on now that we cannot be able to be trusting women anymore. You know, women are all out of bounds. I ain't gonna say all of them. I'm gonna say 90% of women are out of bounds. And 90% of women are messing up men's life by lying to them, by divorcing, trying to take all the money that they built up, or trying, because he got status, you wanna be a part of his status, but you ain't, but you bringing, you're not bringing peace to him, you bringing pain. And I see this. I see what he's saying. And I, I'm an OG and I see what's going on when I was young until the days now. You know, and, and, and I tell guys, and take it from me, from my experience, and my downfall, and my pitfalls. It ain't wise to go out here and try to give a woman all you can or try to give her the world and she's still looking at you like shit and treating you like shit or treating you like she got somebody else society done built up women like they the shit they got an expand range between 20 and 35 after 35 their body start developing differently gaining weight having babies um, now half of them done had babies and want to be in a relationship, but they already have brought in their last relationship other weight. Dead weight to the relationship. Is it more women bringing dead weight to the relationship than men? And, and, and like I tell y'all young guys, man, 
you know, you want to fall and have a woman that you want to love and all that and put your heart through it and this and that. It's not wise, man. It's not wise. Because all, see, guys are trying to step up and be better men to their women. But women are stepping down being the worst version of a wife to their men. They get mad they want to get divorced. They get mad at the man you can't see the children. You get mad at the man will call the police on you, he'll lock you up. I don't, and, and they act like they have a standard that they have that they, they, they that you know they must uh, 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 attack. They hold the colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK to messed our women up, y'all. All majority of these women want to be like the white woman. Majority of these white, um, black women want to be like the white man. And that's why you get all this out here because I'm making X amount of money. I'm the shit. Wait for the money to go away. Wait for all this shit right here and what America trying to do to flip everything else to be a hassle. And see how much of a hassle you are when you got the bag and the bag is not there. When some nigga can just go in your house and, 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 and just do anything to you and the police ain't going to be there. Or now, in this situation, you want to grab onto a man, but he don't really like you like you like he's supposed to. He just tolerating you until he find out something else to go on to. And that's what men need to start doing. You need, we need to stop putting our emotions and our heart into a, a worthless vessel. I done it. Many of my friends done it. And all we come out with is women who think they got a good career is the shit. And they think they the shit, but they ain't. It's, it's all a mind psychological thing. Because when a, a war jump off, when a bomb jump off, if a famine come, what gonna happen then? Because you already adjusted to the American way. So when it, this American way be unadjusted to a different way, how is your value gonna be successful? Man, and I just can't, I keep saying this, I may not meet the mark with the most high, but I'm going to try my best, but I can't wait till he come to get rid of all this mess. It's a shame, man. It's a shame that Willie Lynch letter and with colonialism and white supremacy, got white women want to be, white women want to be Tarzan and black women want to be Jane. I don't understand this. But my main value to all y'all young guys out there. Don't, 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 don't do it, man. Don't put your emotions or put all your eggs in the basket that is not worthy. Y'all might have a good chemistry or at first, but at the time you done put your eggs in the basket and she sat on there and broke all your eggs. Cause I showed you uh, I, and let you hear a lot of mishap off of uh, disordered women 
women that is disordered, women is too masculine. They don't even know what feminality is. So we got to be mindful, fellas. You know, our heart, our heart and our and our value should be lifting each other up as men. Just like the women be on their side with that women shit bullshit, we should be on our side with the pill, the red pill, men. They don't like that because now it's showing, it's showing what type of women is out there. Now it's showing that, you know, masculine is out there. Now it's scaring away all these transgenders and homosexuals. Because when you have strong men with the red pill, they're not accepting none of that crap. We're waking up. And I hope all of these men are waking up. You know, I try to love. I got friends that are trying to love. I got cousins that are trying to love. I'm talking about dudes that are trying to love a woman for, for, you know, for what they are and, and love them genuine and all that. They can't accept that, man. They can't accept that. And there ain't no use to you putting your feelings in something that a woman cannot accept. So we got to be mindful of that. We got to guard our mind. We got to guard our heart. We got to guard our career. Because we can have a great damn good career and make it by ourselves and mess up and deal with a woman and mess it up. Ray Rice got in a confrontation with his wife. And what happened? He lost his job. There's a lot of black men like that. You know what I'm saying? They made their livelihood by themselves and then indulged with a woman and the woman make them lose their career. Make them lose their job. Make them lose their livelihood because they mad or they wicked as hell. And we keep on want to clam up when we, I want a high value man with money. So they want a high value man with money. So then they with that old trick shit. Trying to get your money, trying to get you to love them all that, marry them so they can get half and spend your money how they want to spend and talk to you the way you want to talk. And it's a sad thing to say, bro. And I and I mean all the guys and the women, all the women that got good guys. And all the guys that got good women, y'all stay out there. Ain't nothing over here on the other side of this fence. Bunch of bunch of bullshit. So if you got a good girl and you got a good man, ain't nothing on this other side but bullshit. You got all these hotty ass women will mess around and tear you down. The, the Bible says they'll tear you down. The Bible says it's better to stay in the woods than be in the house with the scorned woman. Isaiah 4 and 1. And in these, and in these, and in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man, saying, We will eat our own bread. And where our own appeal only let us be called by the name to take away our reproach. So the Bible said, that's why I say y'all, y'all guys, y'all sweating on one woman. 
If that one woman don't wait, want to wait or love you or value you, the most high say in the days when men, when war come and men going to be dead, right? And for and in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man. Seven women will take hold of one man. What odds are that, brothers, that we got? That's what the Bible says. So, if, see, that's what the mixture of, of what I don't understand when people be talking about that. If the Most High said, if the Most High said that a man is supposed to be with one woman, why is this in Isaiah 4 saying, and th in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man? See, people sitting up here trying to preach this stuff or trying to trying to say stuff, but when I'm looking at, oh, a man's supposed to have one wife. A man's supposed to cleave to his wife. But the Bible said that one man will have seven wives. So, oh, that's the old time. Okay, back then, one man has seven wives. What, what changed? Because Jesus said, don't think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I came to fulfill. So what changed? What changed in this situation in, in Isaiah 4 and 1? About that. Let me read it again. And in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man. One man will have seven women. Let them scallion have be there because we're going to get seven women, y'all. And the ones of clowns going to be in the back of the bus. That's why women don't understand. According to the scripture, you just a commodity for a man. Why did the Most High say, for one man will have seven seven wives. Because the man got to populate the world again. You know what I'm saying? The man got to populate the world again. So how can a man populate the world? And, and, and they so watered down the mindset. And they so watered down and all these other things. But if we know and read the scripture and shoot value man and shoot value man and stop messing around with these clown ass women at the end of the day we're gonna get seven women most men might get these women they might just go and and ravish them rape them and take it and everything and make them their slave and a woman may not even be feeling the dude, but you got a dude who fat with no teeth, with one eye, sweating and musty all up on you. Or some old creep up on you. Ain't nothing you can do. That's why women got to cling on to their own man. Oh, this is my wife, yo. You got to stay back. These are my women. All right, all right, all right. But you can take her right there. Even though you already know she ain't number hottie, maybe that dude get that woman and tie her up and beat the damn, beat the damn wild out of her. You don't know. For 
for every one man, there will be seven women for him. So why are we playing this game? Why we got to act like, you know, because they don't value us, we got to run and skip growth trying to adjust to their means and morals. We need to stop, y'all, man. We need to stop and be the protector, the provider, the watchman that we supposed to do. And then the women that fall through the wayside, let them crooked-ass niggas ravish them off. Let them crooked-ass niggas rape them and tear them off to pieces. And they running eight, nine men running trains on them. Let that happen. And when you see that happen, let it happen. Because if you don't need no man, you ain't got no man that gonna protect you and, and, and be there on you and make sure you're all right, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. Believe it or not, Bible prophecy. And we talking about, oh, the Bible said that you got to have one, one wife, a man's supposed to have one wife and all that. Then somebody got to come and to the scripture, explain to me in Isaiah, because the Most High has spoke to Isaiah, because Isaiah is one of the strongest prophets out there. And what Isaiah said out his mouth, he repeated to what the Most High said. He didn't say this out of his own mouth. He didn't regurgitate this out of his own mouth. He regurgitated because he heard the Most High say it. So that's what it is. It is what it is. And in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man. Why they didn't say one, one, or say, what did he say? One woman will take on seven men. How come they didn't say that? One woman will have seven men. Because them niggas will poach her down. They'll break her whole spine down, dicking her down. She couldn't even walk. So that, that wouldn't make no sense, right? Seven, seven dudes in there bouncing on her. When Joe Blow get through, then the other dude going in and bust. When that dude get through, the other, how, 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 how ravish is her body going to be? Because most women's bodies are ravish anyway. They don't have, they been so connected to do all different dudes that they can't even connect to one dude because your connection is off. I done had six dudes. Now I got this dude, but I can't connect with him because I got the sperm and the spirit of other dudes. Y'all ain't doing up setting yourself up for failure. Running around with colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK. And if you're not getting this information that some of the smart sisters are throwing out to you, then hopefully, hopefully, when them seven men come and get you, they're going to ravish your ass to death. That's what you want. That's what you're going to get. Just talk, can't we just talk, talk about where we're coming, before we get lost, 
Hey y'all, what's up? This is FaZe. Um, I want to thank all y'all for listening to me. I know you didn't have to do it. But this is for the young guys out here. Um, I wanted to um, specify something to y'all. Maybe y'all haven't got it yet. Or haven't hit it yet. Or haven't absorbed yet. You know... The whole dating thing about dealing with women and everything, it's out of order, man. It's really out of order. If you check out how out of order this position is, especially for all these guys I meet or talk to that, you know, they good guys and they come around and trying to find a good woman to rest with. But, you know, all the time, the women that the guys I talk to or whatever, we have conversation, the women that they thought were on rest wasn't a rest. We got to kind of like monitor our heart, fellas. We got to monitor, monitor our mind as well. Because women today is not like women of yesterday. Women of yesterday have so much value within a relationship, within their self. The women's of the day is all the thing about what they can get out of somebody. There's no genuine love, no genuine being genuine. It's always a hidden agenda. So y'all young fellas got to think about that. Y'all got to think about that. And y'all got to really realize Try not to put yourself in a bad situation into a relationship. Because female now looking at you about what you can do for them, not what you can do, what y'all can do for each other together. You know, so we have to always have to realize that. And then we mess around and get caught up in these relationships and then our feelings all in it. But they ain't, their feelings are not in what they what what it is. We feeling like women and women feeling like men. That's how society had got us thinking, man. That's what Kevin Samuel and all the other brothers be trying to get us to take that red pill, man. Get us back into the opposition like we supposed to be. And we got to learn. We got to learn how to how to deal with our situation. And we got to learn how to let those things that are not healthy and peace for us to go. You know, we got to learn how to grasp away from feelings and let all that bullshit go, young guys. Every time we think we're going to win. You lose it one more time. Take a fool to lose twice. And start all over again trying to find love. Gotta let it go, man. You can't hold on to dead weight. The more you try, man, 
the more of a headache and heartache you get. All this modern day love is, it's a TKO for the right man trying to do the right thing. For the right man trying to love her, the woman the way she's supposed to be loved. But we always, these guys, we guys always going through that TKO love. Trying to grasp onto something that is not able to grasp on. You grab some, you grabbing on a woman and she poured down with oil and all you're doing is slipping. And that's what the women of the day are doing, y'all. Y'all young fellas, don't get caught up in all this emotional roller coaster ride and trying to prove yourself to a woman. And a woman these days are not even a value. They don't even have the value of looking at you, respecting you and treating you like the king that you're supposed to be. But if you one of them, you one of them dudes that got his pants all the way at his ankle, selling dope, or beating up a woman, or you know, all, all about that, you know, one individual materialistic stuff. My man say. Get tired, man. Sick and tired of getting tired. Sick and tired of being tired of dealing with the same foolishness. And then we asked the Most High to find us somebody to to grasp onto, to hug, and to love on. And then Satan is hearing our prayer, right? Satan is hearing our prayer. So as Satan in our prayer, he going to bring something that we think is good for us, but not good for us, but put us in a roller coaster ride and then have us going through all these different situations. All we want is to lay our head and rest on a good woman. But you know what we got to do. One thing about something, man, when you really care about somebody, when you really feeling somebody and and all this other stupid stuff coming from them, you know, and you trying to prove to the person that you much of value to them, 
and they still shit on you. Ain't nothing you can do. You can't force nobody to love you, young fellas. You can't beg nobody to love you or care for you. All you got to do, man, is... Let it go. Isaiah 4 and 1 says, for every one man, there are going to be seven women. That's what the, the, the scriptures say, y'all. So all this, all this foolishness and all this craziness that's going on, man, and trying to deal with a woman, all we just got to do is relax, relax. Because at the end of the day, we got next. And at the end of the day, according to Isaiah 4 and 1, for every one man, there's seven women. So somebody got to explain to me when we wanted one woman to be one woman, one on one, it doesn't work. Women want to divorce the man because they in feelings. They want to be, they want, they think marriage is supposed to be 100% happiness. Marriage supposed to be 100% determination to, 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 to be on one accord, to be humble with each other, to love each other, respect, and all this other stuff. But we don't get that, y'all. We don't see that. You know, here you go with women bashing. Here we go with women bashing. All you got to do is live and hear all this mess all this mess that these new modern day women and all this bad energy coming out. And like they said, Kevin Samuel and many other brothers, many other brothers, they're getting tired. They're getting tired. <laughs> Beat up my love. Think I better let it go. It's too late. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. 
serious note, to the extent that black relationships have survived as they have, what say you about that 400 years later? It is amazing that uh, black relationships have lasted for 400 years. They lasted this morning. They're also going to last tonight, and you may not even know the person to whom you will have the relationship with. But they do tend to go over. Relationships do go over like that. And as we move into what has happened to this, I know that our relationships sometimes really reach a low ebb. That's one of the reasons why we wrote the book, How to Find and Keep a BMW, a Black Man Working. That was spelled out in there. It's just very serious. Because relationships, our relationships didn't start yesterday or last week. It also started 400 years ago when those 19 persons were here. And I want you to remember something very important that one of our by any means necessary power brokers told us, and that was Malcolm X. He said, if we can only remember that you didn't land at Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock landed on you. And it's very essential that we kind of keep this in place. And knowing that these are the things that happen, then we have to move more to change it. See, we have a system that would not like to see black males and black females together. They would not like to see that happening at all. Because once we come together, they understand the power of the strength of the black woman, the queen of the universe. They know that, her strength. They also know. They also know the power of the black male, the warrior. If you would turn him loose, he will protect also his family and things that need to be done. And because they understand that if our relationships are together, then they will lose. But if our relationships are torn up, then we can forever be treated in certain ways by the oppressors. That's why they gave us something called integration, which is nothing but the illusion of inclusion. They gave us this. They actually gave the statement. And when they gave that statement, it meant that they could go right into your homes. They went into the black homes now, the powers that be, and told us that you cannot discipline your children anymore. And if you discipline your children, you will go into jail. Is this kind of thing they told us. Now, this is amazing that, you know, the black uh, parents who in Africa, that was out of the question. Some social worker come in there saying you can't discipline your children, the social worker would disappear. As you all know, this kind of thing would go on. You would be sitting in a place like this and all you had to do was act up and do something wrong and all your mother had to do was to glance in your direction. Y'all remember that? And you remember that the glance meant don't let me have to get up and come over there. And every once in a while in the black family there was a fool who would challenge the glance. If you could get home over the foot, over the ironing cart, over whatever, you were sent to the backyard to get something off the peach tree. And if you brought something in that was too short, God forbid that you would do something like that. But then it got so terrible in frightening us. This is why we got to take this back. And this is the best part of our action plan is to reclaim the minds of our children. Because then they went into the public schools and took discipline out of there. So when we acted up in there, they put our boys, our black men, into something called special ed classes. And they 
classes and nothing but holding cells until they can go to the state prison. that if we can put them in prison, if we can have them convicted for a felony, then once they get out of prison, they cannot get a job because of that. They cannot get the job. And then if they happen to eke out and find a job, then they have to pay taxes on a job, yet they cannot vote. And I call that... taxation without representation. That's what we're looking at. And if one of the things that we would learn to do, they did a grand thing when they took that discipline away from us, because when they made our parents afraid to discipline the children, then what happened? We found out that the teachers were afraid of the principals, the principals were scared of the superintendents, superintendent was scared of the school board, school board was scared of the parents, parents were scared of the children, and the children ain't scared of nobody. so pleased to have the covenant, it makes all of this type foolishness stop. It's going on under Angela Glover in San Francisco. It's all over the country. They're all saying, we finally have a movement where we can take back over the minds of our children. And the first thing we got to take over, the covenant taught us that we do not have to have black leaders anymore. It told us because everyone in this room is empowered to be a black leader. you're calling black leaders are not what they used to be with Marcus Garvey's day. They're not what they used to be back in the days of W.E.B. Du Bois and Martin Luther King. Those were the people that got us together and planted a strategy and we're not looking for fame. But today's black leaders, I'm afraid, have become leading blacks. And don't ever confuse leading blacks with black leaders. you don't confuse them. Black leaders are chosen by you. They're chosen by the people. They're going to lead. They're chosen by us. But let me tell you about the leading blacks. The leading blacks are chosen by the media. Leading blacks leading blacks are chosen by ABC, all broadcasting Caucasians.
Should, 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 I, should I stop her or let her go? chosen by NBC. Nothing broadcasting but Caucasians. And the rest is chosen by CBS, the Caucasian broadcasting system. And when you allow, when you allow leaders to be chosen by the media, that's owned by the corporations, when you get ready to change your lives, when you get ready to demonstrate, when you get ready to march, when you get ready to come to the covenant, when you get ready to endorse and make uh, uh, Tavis one of our next elected officials, well, what happens? watch and see what the leading blacks are doing because that's when the leading blacks sneak into the door to the corporations and they will tell the corporations oh we know how to go and put them down we know how to get you some real affirmative action negroes to come in here and work we know how to do that but at the end of the day the leading blacks lead the corporations and the leading blacks have gotten paid while we have gotten played <laughs> Let's get it. Have you ever been hungry and came in? Have you ever been thirsty and can't drink? Have you ever been tired and can't sleep? What would you do if you knew you were all three? I've been down and now when nobody cares. Break mm -hmm. falls down, you ain't got no choice but wet. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's a hard life, it's alright Gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out Hard life, it's alright Gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out Hard life, it's alright Nigga, get back up, you gotta fight Boss T Can uh, a modern day woman turn back to, into a traditional woman? She can be a traditional. Mm, she can be a no, traditional woman no, in, in practice, no, mm -hmm. but in terms of Mentality. in, I think there are some. I think there are some things that a traditional woman moves a certain way in when she's young. That's going to benefit her when she's older. A traditional woman is pure. It's a virgin. So, but by that definition, no, you can't become a traditional woman. I think so, you can be a traditional so, practice. What, pure, like, as in, not even one? Untouched. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. So wait, you are not deemed what? a traditional woman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a virgin. I mean, Why? No, if you look at, if you, if, you no, look, if you look at the body counts from before the 60s, when um, birth control was introduced, it was like one, two. Like the majority of women only had one, maybe two lifetime partners before the 60s. That's mad. Okay, so yeah. based on okay. now they're like they're like less than five, please. I'll be honest, I don't, <laughs> please, I don't, I don't dear God. So there's no way you can deem a woman um, um, a traditional woman if she's had sex. I no no no. I wouldn't say that. I'm, with her husband. 
Okay, if we're talking percentage rise, right? Let's say you take the average girl who she played the field, mm-hmm. right? And then when she gets older, she wants a man that starts mm-hmm. moving in a traditional way, right? Mm-hmm. So you can be okay, she's like 60% of a traditional woman. Mm-hmm. And they take another woman who maybe she's been like that since day dot, mm-hmm. okay, she's 90% in terms of how traditional she is mm-hmm. so you can move in a traditional way i'm just not like oh we should be this way that's that mm-hmm. but there so is can you guys answer are... the question what is a traditional woman yeah no, I, I, would say, I, would, I am confused I, I would say it's like it's a, a woman that's pure she's youthful and if she's not youthful she's married so like you can have a traditional woman that's married if she's older mm-hmm. um she has to like prioritize the family above all else mm-hmm. so i would say like she's the type of girl that has like kevin samuels would say do you have a cookbook and it's true like what, what how do you how do you foster tradition in your in your home but i i don't think you can be a traditional woman unless you're either married or a virgin i feel like being traditional is boring like as women i feel like we're constantly being told how to be all the time like you have to be like this you what, have to what do are men this. on like, this is you a feminist are you a feminist? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, like, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, okay. I'm not, I'm not on anyone's side. I'm, I'm just, lit- I'm, I think I'm here today to just learn, right? Mm-hmm. So, do you now think because being a what, what is boring in being a traditional woman? Like What's the boring? whole idea of like staying at home and cooking mm. and like looking after the kids, like. Mm. Do you think you only think that way because you're exposed to so much more? You know, there's more that you yes. can do. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like that's why I said it. Can um, I, sorry, darling. Go ahead. So can I ask the woman here? Do you classify yourself as a modern or a traditional woman? I think I contrast between both. Both. I think mm. most everyone does. Both. Yeah. Like, I, I would love to be a traditional woman, but I don't have that option mm. because maybe I've made decisions or I've gone through certain things in life that now I may be deemed by the likes of you guys i'm no longer traditional i feel like you can go through periods as well like when you're younger you might be like non-traditional and as you get older you start to learn okay maybe there's some value in being a bit well, that's, that's, that's the whole point yeah. Yeah. decrease in value yeah like the, the whole point is like girls want to sleep around in their 20s and then at 30 run to a man and like mm. but you've lost the things you that men value by the time you're 30 you're no longer pure you're no longer youthful and so men are, men are kind of tired of it because what happens is they'll date the bad boys the rappers whatever in their 20s and then they hit 30. one guy thinks like this is his lucky ticket this girl's super into him but she just wants wants kids mm-hmm. and like she really feels like she's settled for him she gets mm-hmm. the kids and then half the time leaves yeah can i, be, can I ask the ladies a question in the room? Mm-hmm. do you want a traditional man when i say traditional man i mean the kind because if you're going it depends how far back you want to go but we're talking like he tells you it's his rules in his house mm-hmm. right so it's kind of like you utterly submit to him mm-hmm. right yeah he's paying the bills he's protecting you all of those things but like there are pros of being traditional, yeah, but there's the other side of the coin that you have yeah, to accept yeah, as well. Yeah. So I guess I'm asking, do you want, man. do you guys want a traditional so man? Looking at me. <laughs> so if I'm, if I'm honest, if I'm honest, I think I could have been with that when I was younger. Mm. So when I, when I, if my ex-husband, if he treated me like that, he would have got, he, we would be living like that and it would have been fine because we got married young and everything, and that's all I knew. Mm. But now that um, I've had to grind, I've had to go through struggles and stuff i've had to put myself in certain situations it will it will take a lot for me to decide to get into that i think i'd want a a mixture yeah like my husband i think he is a mixture Mm -hmm. in terms of obviously his his word is final but he lets me do what i want to do there's no restriction on that on on me so 
Awesome. I still think that's traditional though. Okay. I don't think restriction is necessarily... Like if your husband said, um, like, say say they wanted to go somewhere and he said, no, I don't think you should go, would you say? Um, I'd ask... I'd ask why. Mm-hmm. And if it was like, if he said, babe, like... Because he's he's in the security world, so yeah. he's one. As when he says risk, I sit down. <laughs> <laughs> See, and this is what I say sometimes when because me and Omotoyasi, we, we, if I call Omotoyasi and she's got a man, I say we're going out. And she says I'm not coming. I'll be like cool. Or even if she, mm-hmm. and this is why. So when some people say that um, you shouldn't be friends who, who with people who are single because they're bad influence, mm-hmm. da, 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 I don't believe that because. Mm-hmm. You see my married friends, they can never call me to tell me that we're going to the club together. I'm not going to no club with you. What mm-hmm. are you doing there? Yeah, you're an exception though. No, but there's a lot of no, girls no, no. that are like you're that. An Most girls want their friends to be single, so they this no. is why I always say there's anything wrong with asking your single friend to go to I No, no, but this is why no, never, never take advice from women because Mm. A girl will want to put you in the same situation she's in. How many girls will get uh, friends will get a man and they'll no. be like, "Oh, he's taking you away from me." And blah, no, blah, blah, blah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, 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 agree, I agree with. I agree with you because I. I, I mean, I think girls have FOMO, like naturally. No. Like if, if if most girls, if you see all your friends are going to something, you're gonna want to go. And if your dude doesn't want you to go, like it, it, I've seen it cause yeah, problems. Listen, if I'm happy in my marriage, That's or what I was gonna say. if I'm yeah. happy. Listen, you guys but, have fun. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm gonna but, be with my man. But in any relationship, <laughs> yeah. there's gonna be times where you're not. Yeah, yeah but as and, you, and, as you yeah. Like, sorry, I keep interrupting you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, but I'm saying so. Like in any relationship, there's gonna be times when you're not. And I think sometimes, like when the rubber hits the road, like the single friends aren't the best influence. Mm. And I'm not saying all the time, but I'd say by and large, you wouldn't say most women are probably bad influences on their on their married I, I, friends. I would never tell my friend to leave her husband or do anything that would impact her marriage. Mm-hmm. If she's doing something that's wrong, I'm gonna tell. It's mm-hmm, yeah. regardless mm-hmm. I'm single or not mm-hmm. because I think as you get older and you get exposed I think maybe because we're in the podcast world and you have different discussions you realize that look everybody is here for their individual things like mm-hmm. we didn't come into this world together and mm-hmm. we're definitely not going to leave together so you have to respect if you love your friend that much mm-hmm. you will embrace and make sure what they've got going on is as successful as possible yeah. if you mean that you're the exception I genuinely think you are an exception I feel like I think you're like that though no no obviously <laughs> no, so, yeah because when I'm going through my issues and whatever you, you, then, it's to ride it out but, yeah I know but there's some like that that's like talking to you one on one in your personal situation. But yeah. I'm saying like, for example, as a single person, if my married friend was having issues in her marriage, I'm like, come out with me, like let's go do something, like mm-hmm. let's go to the club to get your mind off of things. But subconsciously it's a, it's not a good influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but you'll be the same person that after after she's had the fun, you'll be the same person to sit her down and tell where she went wrong. I've seen you mm-hmm. do it so many times. Yeah. Should I tell you what, I, I think a big part of it, like I, I agree, I think I think if a woman feels that the man that she is with is the top man in this her, but she feels like she won with him, mm-hmm. right? Then I think she's like, you know what? Now nah, I don't feel like I need to. I don't feel like I'm missing out because I knew how hard it was to find a man yeah. like him. It is absolutely not. You can wear a dress size six or a dress size four and have a different body composition because muscle weighs more than fat. See, I've I've accounted oh, for so that. You do know that. Well, look here, smart ass. I'm the fucking image consultant, and I'm about to make a real bad day for you if you don't check that smart ass mouth talking to a grown damn man. Many modern women 
today suck at communication. And you wanna know why, ladies? Because of this thing right here. Men overwhelmingly tell me that they have cut off communication and interaction with women that they thought had the potential to go all the way because of this shit right here. If you're a woman and you would rather text than talk, you got a problem. How many of you women who call yourself career women and you and you talk like, well, the reason I text is because I'm so busy. Shut the fuck up. I mean that. Shut the French toast up. You're not busier than my top guys over here. We are busier than y'all ever will be. You just do not have the ability to connect your emotions with your uh, communication. Well, I can be cooperative submissive without being yes, stone, yes, no, sir. Ah, uh, see, be? there's that, see, that, see. But I'm not yeah. going for somebody who's so much. No, okay, like, you don't know what talk me. You're already, showing, you're already showing problems right now. Right now, you're already showing them. Okay. Glad you got a cat. You may want to hold that motherfucker for a long time. <laughs> I'm currently in a... <laughs> You currently what? I'm not single. I'm not single. You're not married. Oh, that one there was a violation. Personally, I wouldn't have it. And if you do, just have it in a DC percent, you fuck it. You know, at this current moment in my life, and I want to be selfish. You know what I'm you saying? Make a baby. Why did I make a baby? One, I was young. Two, um. You were, you were 24. Yeah, Where'd so. You, you weren't young. You say you want to be selfish, and I'm just sitting here listening. I'm like, you're a mother. Yeah, selfish for my daughter. Uh, reason. No, you haven't said for daughter. That's, you said, no, you don't, man. I hear very, I hear very well. I hear very well. And you only brought your daughter up when I called it out. What are you doing in your single years is going to help you become a wife? I work on myself. Work on what my priorities, my goals, my... My, 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 Johnny Gill ass. My, 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 me, 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 me. Listen to this selfishness. I'm proud. I'm proud. If you want to say I'm being selfish, okay, I'm finally being selfish. Die alone. You can be proud and die alone. That's cool. Guys that talk about this kind of stuff end up having their channels demonetized, their views skewed off, their channels just aren't as popular. Why is that? Now, women who talk about women's stuff and women's empowerment, you know, those channels get millions of views and subscribers, but guys that have the nerve to talk about, guy, put yourself first, empower yourself, be a man, take, take charge of your own life, be confident, intelligent, assertive, be learning, I mean, all that stuff, you would think that would be a good thing. No, 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 no. It's a, it's challenging to the system. The system we were raised. I was raised in that simp system. I've grown up with nerds and techies. They put them in a physics class, a chemistry class, or whatever. They do this. But as soon as they leave the classroom, they suck. They don't have people skills. So what do they do? They over-index on intelligence. And then they get mad because they cannot influence people to do what they want them to do. This is why companies are not ran with by the most intelligent men on the planet. They're not run by the most intelligent people. They're run by the people with the best people skills. The difference between the CEO and you is not IQ, it's EQ. Know-how versus know you and knowing people. You said you have other men who want to marry you. Who would love to, yes. And how do you know they want to marry you? What exactly have they said? So I have one guy who says, I've been knowing you for a long time. We take our time. 
one day you will be my wife, but we have to take our time. How long have you known this man? 12 years. That's called game. And now you're asking for a man who's in the top 10% of men. You don't qualify for one. Why can't you just get a man that's an average guy? Sometimes I feel like um, in order to fully submit, I have to feel like he's in Well, then you're, gonna, then you're gonna die alone. How about that? You're, let me just cut to the chase, ma'am. Uh, you can feel like what you want to, but women like you die alone, straight up because you think you're better than the men that you qualify for. And the only reason, honestly, ma'am, that I can see a woman like yourself really thinking you deserve more is because you earn more money than most people around you in North Carolina. And if your ass worked at the post office, you would not think so highly of your opportunities. Men don't care about your money. Not the kind of men that you want. We care about the fact that you are older and you got kid and you're average. I, I appreciate how calm you are. You have a nice, um calm sense about you. And I understand um, human anatomy a little bit, and I love uh, your shows. They're very informative. It's great information to take. I'm a six-year vegan. Um, I don't know if you know too much about that, but I like to get that out. See, this is what this is what this OnlyFans economy has done. It's let women with really low functioning knowledge, no high value or high Excuse ticket skills. Me. That's not low functioning knowledge. Uh, well, let's talk. Okay. Every time I've asked you, I've asked you any question about business, and you've asked me a question instead of answering. And I say, well, what OnlyFans has done is it's created a bubble economy. Women are coming rushing to OnlyFans thinking that it's the new dot-com, the new real estate, and they're realizing that there is no sustainable way to pro project this out for over five years. Now, maybe you don't know that knowledge, but I do. But her, as a man that you don't even know her, you have no place to tell her how and where to invest her money, how to make her money. I didn't tell her where anything. I just asked what she was doing. You don't even know. This is what I do know is of all the business people on this platform, the people who are going to have long-term success are not you. Okay, so I'll see. You're saying it's not me. We'll see. We'll see if I'm going to be successful. I feel like you said you were being um, respectful, but you weren't. As a man, I feel like you have no place to tell women how to make their um, money. And then you're referring to it as, as a sex industry. Just because you have OnlyFans doesn't mean you're having sex on it. You could be cooking on OnlyFans. You could do whatever you want. So I just feel like I'm just offended. And it's not just him <clears throat> towards me, it's towards women because Men have no place at all to say how women should and should. We have been. every place. We built the goddamn world you live in. This is what tends to happen when, whether it's OnlyFans, TikTok, Instagram, and, and when women can't handle it, they leave. This is the point. You, this is about business. Business isn't offensive, but when people in their lack of knowledge gets exposed, they get offended. They call themselves experts and business owners and everything else. You're sh online strippers but make a little bit of money. Congratulations. I'm good with escorts. I'm good with strippers. But when someone like Hafiz or myself tries to sit down and talk to you about your level of ignorance, you're offended. Your ignorance is what offends you. It's offensive to me that you're going to try to make this about men and sexism. This is what the world has done. It's got little 
pampered princesses who can get online, make some money, and think that they're on the same level as men who built this world, and they are not. That's what you just saw them leave, because they can't go be onto Wall Street, Main Street, anywhere, into a bank, into anybody's business to be taken seriously with their so-called business plan or their go-to-market strategy. You're taking what the world has given you, your creator has given you, and you put it online. Thank men for building the internet, the computers, the smartphone, and everything else that allows you to sit up in your luxury apartment and get paid for showing your feet. We did that. You didn't. That's what happens every time one of you little crybabies gets called out here on the platform you came to to get attention you asked for. When you get more smoke than you're willing to handle, you want to cry and stomp off. Every new person thinks this because they have the dope content. They've got the fucking key, and there's more that goes into it than just turning on a camera and saying, hi, I'm on YouTube, hi, I'm on Facebook, hi, I'm on OnlyFans. It takes planning, it takes work, it takes strategy, it takes business knowledge, it takes collaboration, it takes a lot of things that you obviously don't have. Carry your cell phone, and when OnlyFans stops, Subway will be home. What happens when the prostate in sex? I wasn't happy sexually. You can't make this up, folks. You can't make this up, folks. Ma'am, die alone. Ten years a man invested in you and you left him because of sex. Die alone. Sir, if you're listening, do not take her back. <laughs> I mean, would you like to know why? No. Okay. I know you had 10 years and I know you ain't gonna the chances of you finding somebody on this level or higher is infinitesimally small. But women today feel like because they can get attention and or sex that they can go replace a pseudo man outside of sex. Did he have good character? No. I don't buy that one because you said you did it because of sex, not because of character. I've been doing this too long. I mean, our relationship wasn't perfect. There was, you know, None trauma. of them are. That's right. what a relationship is. Why did you think the market was full of six-figure men who would be interested in marrying a woman like yourself? I guess it's wishful thinking, if I'm honest. But I mean, I, I didn't think there were there would be men just falling at my feet. But it was enough for you to get rid of something that you both were in for 10 years. I think that we both deserve to be happy all around the board. And your happiness. Relationships aren't about happiness. Marriage is business. Happiness is why the black community is dying. Because you women bought this feminism, independence, happiness, Disney shit. Man who's making $350,000 makes a million dollars in three years. Why do you need a man who's making that kind of money? It's for the future of my kids. Lineage. Then why didn't you focus on getting married when you were younger and lighter? I did focus on that. But it fell through. Correct. Why? We just, I mean, after the proposal, we just didn't see eye to eye. What does that I mean? Say. I mean, just on certain... All right, I got other people coming in. Uh, I'm, start, I'm starting to get the BS vibes, man. Um, and I don't feel okay. like doing this with you. At the end of the day, if you were engaged to somebody who had all this money and it didn't work out, who broke off the engagement? He, I broke off the engagement. You broke it off. There you go. Yeah, that's my fault. But I, I bullshit. I am tired of you guys trying to fucking cheat. You're going to have to do the self-improvement work. 
you could be a naturally pretty motherfucker. You can. You can be a pretty dude. You can be a handsome dude. If your mouthpiece is off, if your hygiene is messed up, if you're an asshole, you ain't going to win. If, you, if you're single and no kids and not working at least 60 hours a week, you're lazy. Guess what? You're lazy. I don't want to hear any of this bullshit about oh, quality of life and life is to be lived. Yeah, to be lived for average. You can live that average C life, that D life, but stop thinking you should have eight, nines, and tens and be eating steak and lobster and riding good, flying good, living good. You don't want to put the work in, then don't expect the outcome. This is another woman who comes in, half-assed talking. She basically tried to come in and say that the problem is men. The problem is there are not enough men with money who are straight looking for women. Wrong. It's that many of you women are unfit for the men you're looking for. You're physically unfit, you're emotionally unfit, psychologically unfit, you're relationally unfit. Not all, so I keep a husband, I'm not worried, you're not talking you keep, to me. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and your husband is, he's a successful man. My hu- you know what, I don't have to work, I'm okay. fine, I, and I look, I look young, so I'm not worried. And, I'm you not act even, and you act even younger. And I want to, who wants to be, who wants to look old or just This is a damn shame, this is why <laughs> women think they should be a fucking childish 50 year old. No one says fucking childish fifty year old. I'm sitting here looking at this. This is what black men have to pick from. Men want an attractive woman who works like an ugly. That's right. You ever had a uh, special attention from a pretty woman who who did it like she was ugly? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. oh I'm going there tonight. Feliz Navidad. Nothing like getting special attention from a pretty woman with a French manicure who suck. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't, don't get too graphic. Y'all know what I mean. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah, she get, she get in there and get to work. <laughs> she get in there and get to work. She doing shit you like, God damn, you nasty. Get that shit, girl. Spitting and shit, hawking, yeah, yeah, yeah. You better keep that pretty girl shit outside. When you come in here, it's time to fucking work. Your daughter, those would be his step-grandkids. Correct. And do they come around you often? They do, but because- Listen. Okay, well, technically- I want you to- Shuh-ha. You see, you can't control your mouth. You ain't getting nothing except a cat or a dog. No, neither. I'm no, you, both. Well, you get nothing because you can't because your your mouth is just and and ain't no man gonna spend the last twenty years doing this. I'm telling you, they're not. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to try. If you decide to try what you fear, what you failed at, you will sleep the sleep of the just tonight because at least you will say I tried. I didn't win. I tried. Versus. Living a life of regret. That is the one thing I refuse to do in my life. I will fail. I will fail, I will fail, I will fail, but I will not regret. I will risk. I will fail, I will risk, I will try, but I will not regret. Because when you are taking your final breaths, you're not worried about anything other than, did I make the most out of this life? Or do I have a life full of regrets and fears and things I didn't try? Fuck that. No regrets, no fear. Ladies, stop living life on fear mode. Make yourself vulnerable to the kind of men you say you want. Gentlemen, 
Stop living life on fear mode. Make yourself available to the kind of outcomes you want. How many times you've gotten to a club into VIP for free when some ugly chicks had to pay full price? Is that my fault? Oh. No, no, no. I've asked how many times it happened before you go down that path. I mean, I plenty of times in Miami. Exactly, but that's not fair, is it? Well, please don't forget I'm not from here. But so. that's not the point, ma'am. That's yeah. not fair, is it? I also don't care about those things. But also, you only care about fairness when it when it doesn't benefit you. I just don't go to clubs that often. But that's not the point. I asked you, how many times you've gone to a club where you got in a free or ugly chicks or less attractive chicks had to pay? And you know that's happened. You didn't say, I'm still, excuse me, sir. Uh, even though I'm attractive, I demand that you charge me full price. That's fair, right? Life isn't fair. Well, if that's the case, you accept it in the sexual marketplace too. It doesn't mean I have to accept other people's bullshit. Nope. Well, see, the thing is, ma'am, see what you've proven, like many feminists and many women, you're okay with the double standards that benefit you. But the ones you don't like, you just throw at the wind, you sign language, shame, insults, guilt, and the need to be right to deflect and dismiss guys who are normally intimidated by this thing. I'm not. I'm just challenging your position. You're currently married? Yes. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Mm -mm. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Ma'am, are you trolling me? No, I'm not. Yeah. And you're married. And you're actually, you're actively on a platform with a million folks actively talking about leaving your husband to get back with your ex. Because he's high value and I felt like. She belongs to the streets. I've heard some pretty interesting things in a year and a half of doing this show, but um, you probably have to be the worst woman I've ever spoken to. What? Wow. Yeah, I've heard a woman that actually was going to leave her, but at least she waited for her husband to be in remission before she left him. And I was hoping you were trolling, but the more you talk, the more realistic you are. So I honestly hope whoever knows this woman's husband, make sure he watches this video. So what about the women that didn't choose to raise a kid on their own? Of the 50 plus percent divorce rate, women are filing 70, 80 percent of all divorces. Women are choosing to wreck their own homes every day. Men are not choosing to wreck their own homes and make women single parents. That's a choice that women are making. Uh, why? Because their husbands are trash, treating them badly? <laughs> yeah, this is the, okay, now, you, now here we go with the ad hominem stuff. This is the same stuff that's been piped into the culture forever. That when a woman chooses to break her home, it's always the man's fault. Gentlemen, beware of a woman who don't want to be ugly in front of you. She always got to look her best all the time. Be, be, beware of that chick. But if she willing to let her eyeliner run, she wouldn't. <laughs> Sometimes you need to look at your pretty girlfriend, your pretty wife, like, I'm, hold on, I don't even want to look at you for a minute. The shit that you was just doing. If you ain't ever had to look at your girl like this, you ain't had a real experience yet. Because I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. There is somebody she's fucked that way. Woo. Hurt my heart when I first found that truth out. When I put my little prim princess up here, missionary position, and mm, oh, yes, sweetie, <laughs> whipped cream, and then she getting her back blowed out in the back of an explorer. Hey, whipped cream, and then she getting her back blowed out in the back of an explorer. The proper thing to do, ma'am, is before you ask a question, you answer the question that's been asked. You don't Hi. answer a question while asking another one. That's rude. You know, that's disrespectful. You're an educated woman. You should patience. 
Well, then you should know how to do it better than I do. I definitely do. Well, apparently, but you're not making a very good showing, ma'am, because you're being very rude and disrespectful as far as communication goes. You've done this many times. I've had to mute you twice. I'm a PhD. Answer the question. At this point, I don't remember the question. Right. So you have a degree in communication, but you can't keep up with the communication. Oh, that one, there was a violation. Personally, I wouldn't have it. And if you do, just have it in the DC percent sheet bracket. These are Equate Flushable Wipes. What are these for? Wipe your ass, niggas. Stop wiping your ass with paper, with, with toilet tissue. These need to sit right on, right behind your toilet. And after you take a shit, you wipe until the brown is gone. And yes, you also need to put your, your middle finger up and around your bunghole a little bit, Nick. Not all, not no freaky shit now. We get no good stupid. But you need to make sure you clean out to where you don't want no fucking dingleberries, man. And you cannot wipe yourself clean enough with toilet tissue. Leave these in your bathroom. Bitches will appreciate it. Niggas will appreciate it. Wipe your ass with these and then dry off with paper towel, with uh, toilet paper. Do not give to anybody based upon your level of attraction or interest. Do or give based upon their level of investment. If she gives one, you give one. She gives two, you give two. Making women not earn your time is a great way to get stuck in the friend zone or losing attraction. You have zero confidence and you're a quitter. You're underperforming and you lack ambition. You need to go enroll in martial arts or boxing somewhere and let somebody knock the shit out of you. You got a big dick. Huh? You have a big dick. I mean, it's above average. I ain't no Ron Jeremy. No, 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 no. I asked you if you had a big dick. I just said it was above average. I don't know what that is, really. Uh, you know if you got a big dick or not. Stop the bullshit. Every dude know whether or not he got a big dick. I know I got a big dick. You don't know? I mean, you don't have a big dick. That's the point. You don't have a big dick. You don't have a big wallet. You're a big, you're a fat dude. And you got a lot of nerve thinking you should get choosing singles at five foot ten and three hundred pounds, making less than a thousand dollars a month at 20 years old. And women should approach you, what they get, they don't even get a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> like it or not, at 30 years old, either you get your butt in gear, get your standards in line with who you are understand that an average man would be a great catch for you and he would actually be saving your life because when you get to age 65 retirement are you going to have your 2.4 million dollars saved up cash i'm not that's so why where I need are you gonna husband. live i don't that's why i need a husband so where are you gonna live where you gonna live where you gonna live the street, right. So, so people may think I'm cold, but I'm not. But I'm like, but this is a woman who's not putting herself out there, not doing what needs to be done, saying she can't find the right one, not even in the game, knowing she can't live on one income. What the hell is going on in some of y'all's heads? How is it supposed to fix itself? The man said he liked you. Yes. And he, and he dated you for a month. Yes. How long before you were intending to have sex with him? He's 30 years old. He's not a virgin. Ballpark it for me. Maybe two months in. Did you tell him that? No, but I told him I had bad experiences with men in the past. Well, there you go. Ding, 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 ding. Making a man in your present pay for stuff in your past equals no future. But it is 
part of my no problem my, no, it's just, it's like a trauma, right? So Okay, due respect, your problem. The world doesn't owe you and me understanding. Come out, put your big girl panties on, and, and, and grow up. Please tell me you're addressing your trauma with a professional therapist. Exactly. People are like, how are you going to say something? You've been divorced twice. Yeah, but I at least tried to be with two black women. And I got one black child. I, you can't say, just because it didn't work didn't mean I didn't try. But so many of our women are not even trying. And when you're there, you give up so quickly. Last question. The women who came before you, how far do you think we would have gotten as a people with women who have the constitution of modern women? Not far at all. <laughs> and ladies, like dislike my tone all you want to, but we need our women not wreck their own homes. You're an average woman by any stretch of the imagination. And I think that's being fair. Average at best is more likely to turn. Average at best would be pretty fair. But listen. I'm listening. But the issue is, so I got to settle for an average man. That's not settling. That's getting what you can afford to buy on the sexual marketplace. Okay, so if I wanted a high value man, what do I do? Be reincarnated. You can't get one. I'm gonna be honest, you can't. You're 37 with two kids. If they're less than 10% of the men, why would he pick you over a woman with no children? Because you ain't never dated a man making that kind of money anyway. So if you did find one that wanted to wipe you, and you became the one out of the four black women to marry, and he took you home with an average guy's kid, don't you think that would make you pretty damn lucky? Yeah, and of course I would, and of course I would treat him. Then don't worry about where else he puts his dick. But I, I should, why, I, that's, that. No, so here's the thing. So stay with your daughter, buy a dog, uh -huh. die alone. You, you ladies try to control everything. You honestly want a man who's earning that kind of money to pick you out of all the women that's available. And then you want to fixate and worry on where he may decide to do, if he chose to do it. The fact that he has to step into a position and raise another man's seed is enough for you not to ever say another mumbling word. Women should be FBI, feminine, beautiful, and inspirational. Now, maybe you work for somebody else and you cannot control who you interact with at work. But in your personal life, oh yes, you can. You most definitely can decide to not have any women, anybody in your life that does not treat you with respect. You can make those decisions. And the thing is, when you carry yourself a certain way, when you treat yourself in a certain way, you will actually give yourself permission to demand the best from others. That's the key. You gotta carry yourself that way. Give yourself permission to demand that people treat you with respect, address you with respect, let nothing slide. Uh-uh. When someone wants to insult you, call it out, call it right on the mat. Nope, your name is so-and-so, your name is Daryl. Don't let them call you D, say my name is Darren. My name is Daryl. Do not address me informally. A woman that's in high demand, her mindset is three main things. She's cooperative, she's smart, and she's agreeable. See, all three of those things must be there. She must be smart, but a woman that's smart and disagreeable is not a woman that's in high demand. She's not a woman that's really wanted. A woman who's smart, 
and cooperative, but not agreeable, is kind of useless because she'll only cooperate when she agrees. A woman who's cooperative and agreeable, but not smart is kind of also kind of just blind leading the blind. She must be smart, cooperative, and agreeable. See, when you came on, you came out with the resume. I'm this and that, I'm great, I'm, and that's fine. But tell me about what the men that you want, want from a woman. Run that I, resume down. And they want all the qualities that I have. I would. Well, then you should have no problem. That's what I'm saying. I should have no problem. But, I get what, but, 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 but apparently, that's not what they want. And what you and what you are offering is if what you're offering, you say that's what they want, then you should have no problem. And the thing is, do you make room for the possibility that maybe you present the looks component but don't present the other part of it? I have, but I don't okay, think do you, okay, not wanting children. Why didn't you want children? That's when I was selfish. Exactly. That's and I wanted thing. you to say the selfish word, not me. Men don't want selfish women. Oh, at all. I exactly I, I I've, I've exactly worked on that. Gentlemen, if a woman is not good for your ego, get rid of her. Tell her you're not good for my ego. My ego is starving. Why is this important, ladies? Because you wonder why your why your why your meeting step out and exercise the options because you ain't meeting his needs. See, every woman comes standing with a vagina, but you're supposed to be feeling the girlfriend needs. So many modern women today cannot deliver the girlfriend experience. That's why you don't get the wife treatment. Oh shit, the girlfriend experience is everything I've just mentioned. Respect, affection, support, peace, tranquility. It's a girlfriend treatment. Just like a man, a man. me and you forever. 